0: you. Okay. All right. Well, hey, welcome to Four Transplants and a Microphone. This is our inaugural kickoff podcast. We've got four gentlemen here that are faces fit for radio and podcasting. So go ahead and introduce them real quick. I'm Brian Johnson. We've got Brandon Vina. We've got Russell Hughes and Jack Tompkins. All right. Well, so our audience probably needs to know who's who here. And rather than me try to explain, maybe we can go around and just share a little bit. But Brandon, you want to kick us off?
1: Sure, my name's uh, Brandon Avenia, originally from California. I own Superior Data Solutions. Uh, We're an IT company. Russell? Russell Hughes. I I guess I'm the uh, the elder statesman of the group. We moved
2: here in 2010 from Los Angeles. I own Hughes Realty Advisors. We're commercial real estate brokers. And uh, yeah, it's been a fun ride for, for 10 years watching Charlie grow and change.
3: Yeah, I've only been here for about two and a half years. This is Jack Tompkins with Pineapple Consulting Firm, but it's been really cool to see the city grow just in the time that I've been here too, which is probably a great place to kick off. Charlotte's growing. I mean, there's pre-pandemic, I think there's 109 people that moved here every single day. Mm-hmm. It's probably back to those levels now. It's it's very cool to see.
0: Way to be specific. I mean, 110 would have been too hard to- Oh no, that's an exact up. number. Yeah. Oh yeah, I got data. Jack <laughs> is a data guy. but right, yep. no, you can't put one by him on <laughs> yeah. <that> one. <laughs> yeah,
3: it's a perfect intro for what I do. It's It's data.
0: Right. I'm Brian Johnson. I own Main and & Johnson and I'm a partner in Malice Systems. I've been here for five years now and had the company for, for a little over three. We do uh, business consulting and, and coaching. So as you can kind of tell, we're, we're, we're giving you our introductions, but I don't think we're going to stay too long on the business end because <clears> we just like to joke and laugh. So hopefully you guys will enjoy, enjoy the ride with us here. But all right, so what's going on? Any, any great topics anybody's got?
2: Well, what was the biggest disconnect between what you guys expected Charlotte to be and what it actually was.
0: Well, and actually, before we even answer the question, it probably wouldn't be bad to give kind of the context of how this all got started. But we're we're obviously from our intros, we're four, four guys that moved down here to Charlotte or over here to Charlotte in some way, shape or form in the last few years to decades. But in that, what we're trying to do with the podcast is really just to kind of have an outsider's perspective on Charlotte. So those that are kind of moving in or acclimating to living here kind of get get that feel so clearly we'll have guests and stuff on that to help reinforce that but to russell's point what was the biggest thing that we might have seen that stands out to us when we moved down anybody got some thoughts on that
1: yeah so i mean one of the big things coming out here was i expected it to be slower (laughs) less nonsense right? Um, coming, <laughs> coming from LA. And I don't mean slower, like country slower. I just meant not everything is a rat race, hectic. You know, it wasn't an hour and a half out of your day to go to work. It wasn't you had to leave 30 minutes early just to get a cup of coffee. It was just you get up you go grab a cup of coffee. You go where you're supposed to go. If it's half hour away, it's usually a half hour away, barring any kind of weird traffic accident or something like that. But that's not the typical. It's usually, if I'm coming out here, it's a half hour from my house. It's a half hour. I can almost set my watch. It's, it takes a half hour to get here. So it was a lot of that and just a lot of the nonsense. You know, just go get a cup of coffee. It was like an obstacle course. You know, you had to dodge the homeless. You had to dodge the 50 people that were trying to get coffee at the same time or get whatever and then the transaction was always nonsense. It just everything's smooth. you walk in hey, how you doing today? You have a great day and you're on your way
3: that people are friendly about it.
1: It's friendly and yeah and everything is no nonsense. You go to Lowe's, you return something. Hey, no problem just go get what you need. Mm-hmm. I used to work for Lowe's in California and that's not how it was. <laughs> you needed. ID, you needed the receipt, you needed a blood a security sample. Security number. Right, right. Yeah, it was yeah. because everything was a hustle, everything was a scam, everything <clears> was, <throat> so you had to be on guard for that all the time, and that's one of the big things coming out here, is I'm still a little on guard, like, we were, I forget what restaurant we were at, but sat down, this guy sat down and started talking, to was like, hey, uh, who wants to play rock, rock, paper, scissors for a beer, and I'm like, oh, here we go, this is some kind of scam or some kind of thing that's going to hustle me out of, you know, trying to hustle me out of, my, nope, he just wanted to talk to somebody. <laughs> and he genuinely bought a beer. He just bought us a beer. I know my wife played. I don't know oh, what okay. she did, Smart. but <laughs>
3: put the brains on. Because
1: I wouldn't, I wouldn't engage. I was just like every part of me was like, mm, this guy's trying to get something. <laughs> it's funny because,
2: like in, L.A. proper, um, every waiter is an actor, and so service is not good. You know, because they're they're thinking about their audition the next day, and they're not actually thinking about you know providing service. So one of the weirder things about, you know, especially coming from L.A., is you get here and you're like, I don't want to be an alarmist, but the waiter's waiting on us. This is freaking me out a little bit. And 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 teenagers, you know, teenagers are doing teenager things. You go to Chick-fil-A, and, and admittedly Chick-fil-A's got an amazing training program, but it's freaky. Teenagers are actually competent and making an effort and trying to do things that, that are positive, and it's just like...
1: Uh, this is so unnatural. This feels so weird to me. Well, and teenagers are actually doing teenager jobs. Right. right. They're working at fast food. That's That was the biggest kind of driver is when we came out here is, was because of the kids. I'm like, they got no chance here. Right. Like, you're either going to go to college and go straight into some higher level job, but you're going to be competing with adults that are trying to raise a family working at Carl's or wherever. It's, yeah. There's no space for a kid to enter, you know, enter into that job market because it's all taken by adults who are trying to raise families that are working four or five jobs. Yeah, It's like out here, no, kids are working at the fast food places.
0: What? Well, you know, we were talking about, you know, your question, the, the biggest surprise or thing you found out. I think mine and I got I got a, an experience of it because before I moved down here, I was traveling down, you know, for six or eight months, Monday through Friday. And I was shocked at how big the city is in mm-hmm. terms of just pure population and how underserved the highway system is. Now, 485, when we go on it like during the day, I mean, okay, there's nobody on it, but I've, Columbus is my reference point. And Columbus, like their loop is like six lanes each direction. Mm-hmm. And they have the same amount of people. And yes, they still have traffic and it slows down, but you never got onto standstills on the highway during kind of like closing hours. And that, that was a little bit of a surprise to me. And it's just perspective. It's not saying that Charlotte's actually underserved. I don't actually even know. Maybe everybody's like that. And Columbus was just better off because they built their their road system 25 years ago and, and just kept expanding
2: it. You know, Charlotte traffic sucks. I mean, Charlotte traffic sucks for three hours of the day. Right, right. So, like, when we moved here, people were like, oh, my God, Charlotte traffic. And I was like, <laughs> I was—I mean—it was all I could do to stop laughing. I'm like, coming from LA. Yeah. I came from LA, where it's 23 hours a day. Yeah. That said, you're exactly right. Like the the, the the freeway system relative to the population is crap. Yeah. And it's being expanded, but it's. I represented an engineering company while they were expanding the 485 South Loop, and my client told me that they were going to. Their goal was to have an F rating when they got done, and I'm like does F mean something different in this context? And he goes, no, no, I mean, Fantastic. it's the exact same thing. Do you think it does? Yeah, and I'm like, great, we're going to spend millions of dollars to go to a failing grade. That's, that's genius. So, yeah, you're spot on.
0: Well, and like you mentioned, Jack, the, your very specific 109 people being added a day, I'm assuming that's not all coming from birds in the hospital, so that's people moving into town. And if at that rate it's happening, and the roads can't keep up with who's coming in I mean you eventually get kind of like that spillover and we're all just gonna be sitting on the highway getting to know each other
3: yeah I will say so they just put in I guess like the Express Lane or whatever they call and I don't know what the deal is on that or how much it costs or anything I hit a tiny bit of traffic coming up here today 23 minutes from where I live basically in in uptown
2: Um, how's the scooter on the freeway
3: (laughs) 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 it doesn't let me take it there's a six mile radius I think damn it (laughs) I know but um, traffic's traffic. Luckily, it was going kind of the, the wrong direction from the city and it wasn't bad. There was, you know, I, I think I hit a slowdown for about a minute, maybe, and the express lane was zipping by. There's there's three cars on it and I don't know right. if it's, it's just not... No one was in there. Do it, but, yeah. whether it's
2: Whether it's intentional because people are still pissed off about the process or whether they just aren't in it because it's the midday and they don't think they need to be in it, there was no one in the dam. There was two wide open lanes with mm-hmm. not a single soul driving yeah. down them.
0: Yeah, I, I actually, I don't have a problem with the express lanes. In fact, I'm going to be getting the easy pass to use them. But, you know, you throw two bodies in the car with you. Traitor. Yeah, you can you can have the Hove lane rules and then you don't get charged. Right. Oh, two living go. bodies. So. That was very, they're <laughs> not in the <laughs> trunk. <laughs> <laughs> they have to be
3: visible in the yeah. car. My right. buddy
2: had a girlfriend down in Orange County and he had a mannequin. And <laughs> <laughs> he had a mannequin for the HOV lane because it was the only way that he could ever like see her. That's awesome. Yeah.
0: I like how you said he had his yeah. past yeah. tense. I was he's married. I was expecting it to go into the like she's in the trunk now. Yeah, yeah,
2: no, no, no. No. he's married now, so he doesn't have the girlfriend. That's good.
3: I, I like. I'm in the minority. I come from Connecticut, where uh, there's like three main roads. Connecticut's pretty small, and we had really bad traffic because there's only like the three roads to like travel. I don't think the traffic's terrible here. I it's it's kind of like to your point, Russell. For three hours a day, it's pretty bad. Right. just drive outside that and it's really not a big deal i feel like every big city complains about their traffic it's you can complain about it but it's not terrible
2: we all cheat i mean the reality is we all own our companies right so we can decide when we want to work and how we want to work and you know when predominantly and so for the most part we can we can avoid it yeah god help the poor dumb bastards that can't because i mean charlotte can't i mean providence road is never getting any bigger. And, like, unlike Atlanta, where you've got 85 that runs right through the middle of Atlanta, Charlotte doesn't have that. So it's just going to get worse and worse. To your point, pretty soon we're all going to be sitting in traffic getting to know each other.
0: You know, and it is interesting, too. I, I, I never thought about this, and I don't know if it's better or worse. I guess it's more of an observation. But, like, Columbus being my reference, again, Columbus has 71. Go Blue. Yeah, O-H. Uh, Columbus has uh, 71 that goes right through downtown. Mm-hmm. It's got 70 that goes east to west through because that runs over to, like, what, Indianapolis and stuff like you that. You mean the 70? Yeah, the 70. <laughs> yeah. And then the People from L.A. have that. to
2: anthropomorphize all freeways.
0: I don't know why. Uh, I, th- I think it's 285 or something like that as the outer belt. And, you know, you when you – and then they still have the, like, 685 or something that goes mm-hmm. to the airport. So, it's like you have a lot of other options where it's like I don't have to just drive on 77 like here yep. to get from south to north. And I, you know, don't get me started on the whole 85 being north and south, but it goes really east and yeah, west. That, that oh, yeah.
1: really yeah. messed me up it for like a year. While. I was like, I don't think this is north and well, south. The one way,
2: okay, so going back to the things that freaked me out, the one way streets without the ability to turn left in Uptown Charlotte and the fact that it's called Uptown Charlotte instead of downtown. I'm like, what the hell? And then you look at a map and you realize that Charlotte does not... Charlotte's on an angle. Charlotte is based on the old, an old Indian trading crossroads, which is the corner of trade and try on. And it's on a freaking angle. And then once you understand it's on an angle, you can navigate. But like, man, the first, especially coming out of LA where everything's like a grid, grid pattern for 200 flipping miles. Yeah. And you're like, what the hell am I supposed to do here? I need to get... Right there, but I, I'm on a one-way street and I can't turn left and I can't turn left for six blocks. So then I, yeah, it's just first moving here. I, I was I was so dialed in in L.A. I knew how to get around to L.A. like back of my hand, and and I'm like I can't handle uptown Charlotte. This is a tiny little freaking town.
1: Yeah, that the one thing that makes it really hard to navigate is there's no landmarks. So right. coming from but it's true. Coming from Southern California, you have the mountains. Yep, the that was that was the navigation you look at hey, those are mountains. That's north. <laughs> so you knew if you're going this, it's like completely flat trees and you can't see. So I get turned around really easy and I just well, I can't. And
0: an 85 South doesn't help you. That there, makes no, it a little more challenging. Never, no, I had to study the map to figure out that I was in the west side of Charlotte. I kept thinking I was in the south end of Charlotte, not south end, but right. south part of Charlotte. Yeah. Well,
2: so the inner and outer. I mean the 101 does that the 101 will sometimes be north south sometimes it will be east west like the one so the 101 kind of is the yeah, it, it, southern california example. gerrymanders in between yeah but like your nav system is saying get on to 45 north and you look at the sign and there's inner or outer and i'm like which one goes north which one <laughs> and why aren't there any consistency on where the freaking on ramps are sometimes they're left, sometimes they're right, and usually you have to drive down the middle lane and just pray that you figure it out before you have to cut too many people off to get on the damn highway.
0: Well, I, I do want to make a, an observation here too. It, it took us 14 minutes for uh, Brandon to drop a big word like gerrymandering. Yeah. I, I, I had to think about that for a
1: minute. but I was right trying to figure out to mark. Shoe, shoehorn into viscosity.
2: Viscosity.
1: <laughs>
0: Well, there we go. Yeah,
1: now
2: it. we no, no. Now, There it is. Now, now you're just showing off. Yeah. This sponsored by oil. <laughs> We're not sure which oil. We're open to suggestions. We'll, we'll, let, them, we'll let them sort
0: that out. We'll the to come in. Oh, that's pretty funny.
3: Uh, Charlotte being an angle messed me up too. I'm the only one of us that lives like in town. I don't live in uptown. What we call, well, what normal people call downtown Charlotte, it's uptown. I don't live directly in that. I live about a mile outside of it, but. It's so really close one of you or all of you at this point have mentioned it's such a small town it's easy to get turned around in Mm -hmm. but you get the big city feel if you go into uptown Mm -hmm. and you do see some skyscrapers and stuff but i'm a mile outside of town i'm in the suburbs and like it is a completely different environment that was one thing it didn't shock me about Charlotte because i knew it coming in that it can be it can feel like new york city and it can feel like the country uh, very very quickly within five minutes exactly yeah, yeah. And I, i've always liked that
1: yeah w- one of the character. cool things is even if you don't want to get on the highway there's always a country road you can go yeah. take yep, and yep. that's kind of you know, cool
0: there's and, a lot of background i brought this up but kind of is my my thing that shocked me about charlotte and the highways but the one thing i actually like even though it probably goes against what i was just saying is because if you don't have access to a highway to get you from point a to b a to b you're kind of cutting through yep and i mean like I'm on a major road that all of a sudden is in a neighborhood in Dilworth. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and you're driving by and you see these big, nice big houses, and you're like, huh, I'm just like passing through from one end of town to the other, but it's taking me through a residential neighborhood.
2: Well, it's like I Queens like and Myers Park. I mean, yeah. Queens Boulevard is like this big four lane road, but it's cutting through like the nicest part of Charlotte and mm-hmm. Myers Park. And then you get to the corner of Providence, 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 and Providence and Kings, and you're like, oh God. What on earth do I need now? My nav system is saying, turn right on Providence. That only narrows it down to four potential options. (laughs) Well, you
0: you, you make me think of uh, Peachtree Peachtree Street in in Atlanta. In Atlanta. I was, I mean, I, I don't know how many times I got turned around there, even with the GPS, but. Do you remember the Doseckis uh, most interesting man in the world? Mm-hmm. Best thing I ever saw was a, a billboard with that that guy's face on it and it says he actually knows which Peachtree Street you talking about. I thought that was classic, so also sponsored by Doseckis. <laughs> right. <laughs> All
2: right, for, for 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 people thinking about moving here, if you ever get to the corner, Providence, Providence, Queens, Queens, and Kings really is an intersection in Charlotte. And Road names change. There is there is one road in Charlotte that changes names five times in a five mile stretch. So yes, this is a real thing. If you ever call someone for directions from the corner of Providence, Providence, Queens, Queens and Kings, just go to the next block and call them back. Because no one knows where you are. No one people who grew up here don't have a clue how to guide you from that intersection go to the next block and they will know where you are i've never seen that or heard of that so that's this is new to me i
1: learned yeah, something I today i might have to go
0: look that up yeah. Yeah.
1: I, I do know like in mooresville so the main road going through the center of kind of the big part of mooresville is highway 150 now it goes from oakridge farm to plaza to old river road or something like that so mm-hmm. it changes three times in the matter of like four miles it's like and you'll call and tell them somewhere you're at and you give them the street name you're looking at like we don't know where that is highway <laughs> 150 oh okay <laughs> yeah exactly that's that is good point and, and, and everything well for for me a big thing was everything out here is the mile marker so when you get off you get off on exit 25 or you know, everything out yeah. there had street names like you just got off on azusa or you got off on you know, whatever the street and no one used mile markers. You just got off on the, whatever the street exit was.
3: What does the data guy think of that? Okay. Charlotte keeps you on your toes, that's for sure. Russell's pulling up the intersection. Yeah, like we're you Providence, Providence, uh, Queens, Queens, Kings. He's, it's he's funny not lying. It's in such a good part of it's <laughs> yeah. Actually, it's funny. pretty funny because the houses there are really, really nice and you know, there's five, maybe 10 minutes outside the city. Um, it's, it's kind of a funny intersection. I don't know how the people live. I assume that the people live there because they don't want their relatives to visit. That we're at. <laughs> and, we're on Providence Road. And I did not even consider that. And then the relatives just don't even end up coming. You just wind up getting a hotel. Right, exactly. <laughs> well,
2: it's also funny because like at that particular intersection, I mean, there's like six churches. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, okay, so I want you to take a left at Myers Park Baptist, then take a right at Providence or at Myers Park, Pro, and then another left at, at Protestants. I mean, it's like you could basically give person directions based on the churches on that particular intersection.
3: <clears throat> to that point, side note, branching off because I I guess one of my surprising things coming from Canada was I thought like oh man I'm going to the south like it's it's church on Sunday it's you know that's what everybody does but because it's such a transplant city it definitely doesn't feel that way I know plenty of people do and it's it's less than I expected though I don't know if you guys is that would you might be a young person thing because
2: like when we first moved here A, we were a little shocked and taken aback at how many people asked us where we go to church. Mm. They were trying to be friendly and Southern, and we're like, yeah, we're Jewish. There's only three synagogues in town, so we go to one of those. It's on the corner of Providence, <clears throat> Providence, <laughs> Providence Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, it's over at the JCC, and it's hilarious. I'm like, we intentionally did this to ourselves? It's a beautiful facility, but, like, why are we all in one place? Anyways, but, yeah, they they... We quickly realized that... In Charlotte, business gets done on the, in church and on the golf course. Mm-hmm. And that is very, you know, if you're not doing one of those two things, there's chances are you're gonna struggle with business development.
3: So it's, a, it's an interesting point too, and obviously we're all business owners. As, as a young person, so for listeners, I'm, tw- I'm 27. Don't do much business at church, don't go to church. Um, but golf course, there is a fair amount of business done. And I think the underlying thing is, There's a whole lot of networking events, and we'll cover this at some point, I'm sure, but doing an activity is really how connections are made because there's so many different businesses here. There's so many small businesses, and you can meet anybody doing anything. The experience that you share is actually something that matters, so it's not just hopping on a Zoom call and going networking, golfing, or whatever is an activity mm
0: -hmm. that's fun. And had the four of us not gone out to golf a couple weeks ago, I would have never thought that there was another person that does slap shot putting right. like right. Gilmore until we saw right. Brandon. Right.
2: Yeah. <laughs> no, and he's, he's pretty good at it. I mean, we make yeah. fun of him, but, I mean, he's got that, he's got that uh, happy Gilmore Just thing flicks, dialed in. Just flicks
0: yep. the wrist and the ball is rolling. <laughs> yeah. Just
1: don't fight it. I tried for a long time. And <laughs> Just roll with it. <laughs>
0: Just roll with it. I'm not a golfer. I'm a hockey player. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's why I sent the uh, guy going through the glass. <laughs>
0: That's funny.
2: All right. So I think we can sum up our first episode this way. GPS is your friend. People are super friendly. And yeah, I mean, and and Jack, you can speak to this more than the rest of us because we're all married and have kids. But like there seems to be activities, anything you want to do in Charlotte, there's someone doing it.
3: Absolutely. There's come from Connecticut. There was one big thing to do a month. There's one big thing a day here in Charlotte. And you can make a friend doing anything and there's Mm -hmm. plenty to do business wise or personal wise it's a great small big town
2: yep and we got a
1: ton of microbreweries if you're into that kind of thing oh yeah yeah, those are definitely been springing up a ton i mean just since i've been here there's probably been five that have opened yeah. in oh, the six, last year since i've moved here
3: yeah i mean depending on where you are i think charlotte like as a bigger like, whatever they call it, statistical area. I think there's like 42 in Charlotte.
2: We have more microbreweries per capita than anywhere else in the United
1: States.
3: I believe that. It used to be Portland, but then they burned them all
1: down, Right. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Well, hate details. As we kind of try to figure
0: out what we're doing more and more as we get into this, I I think it's worth mentioning today, we're hanging out at the uh, Fox and the Hound in Burkdale Village in Huntersville. If we wind up at one of those breweries or we wind up back here or wherever we wind up, give a shout out to the, the place that's letting us Occupy Tables and Absolutely fine They've food. been so, Wonderful yeah. hosts Absolutely Closing